0: Blog Talk Radio. Church of Divine Harmony Serving
1: the lost lands of Knoxville, Tennessee Well, good evening. I was just commenting that the chat works, the music works, all the connections work. What is this magic? All the planets must be in uh, alignment. This is the Reverend John St. Germain marveling. Once again, at uh, Blog Talk Roulette, we won it tonight. Well, I guess the evening is early. We still have time for some spectacular failure of some cybernetic sort. And you're listening to the Crystal Silence League, a great disappointment to those of you who wanted to hear Worldwide Wrestling commentary live. And uh, there's still time to correct that, too. You You can go to the other channel. Or stick around and listen to the jolly antics of the spiritual realm for your edification and enjoyment. Gosh, tonight we have a good show. We're going to talk about uh, Svalerite, which is an interesting crystal, and we're going to uh, pray, and we're going to talk about the miracles of the mind and what it can accomplish and uh, the power of the spirit. We might make commentary about uh, COVID-19 even and uh, things to do about it, and uh, <laughs> which is really stay at home and uh, and try to avoid it. and and other things tonight. Uh, It's going to be a good evening, a good evening. We have good weather here, had a little bit of rain, which was good for the gentle plants and uh, birds. You know, birds like rain. They don't like that rain with a 60 mile per hour wind that we get, but they do like rain. And our flowers like it. My rose bushes are blooming and everything, everything's pretty good. You know, I turned 60 this month, by the way, at the end of the month. And, uh, I'm a Gemini on the Taurus cusp, and boy, is that a volatile mixture. You get the flexibility of the Gemini and the stubbornness of the Taurus bull, and uh, it's a very interesting thing. And uh, turning 60, to me, is a milestone. Uh, No man in my immediate family on my father's side made it to 60. My dad died at 59. His brothers died before then and uh, grandfather we don't know about my dad's father there's no death certificate on him but before that where there are death certificates you're looking at 56 57 58 so i I, I beat the odds Um, and uh, the other good thing about it is uh, i'm no longer in danger of dying young uh, which many of my teachers in junior high and high school predicted you know, they said you're 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 one of these guys. You're going to die young the way you the way you live. But see, I beat that prophecy too. So I I am a walking miracle. I am a walking testimony that you can beat the expectations of others. I, I beat a lot of expectations. I um I, I'm everything people told me I, I would never do. I did. So it was it was pretty good. Um. I think I think that's how you motivate me. You just say uh, you'll never amount to something, so I will. You know, they'll say uh, you can't do that, and I do. And uh, that's the way to motivate me. Uh, I'm, I'm a contrarian. That's a word. A contrarian. Crystal Silence League was founded around 1917 by Mr. Claude Alexander Conlon for the purpose of distributing and projecting positive affirmation and prayer to all those in need of such. And he did this through the agency of the crystal ball. And we picked up his work when he passed into the silence in 1954, we picked up his work adepts of the association of independent spiritual churches around 2007, when there was only the missionary independent spiritual church to do that work, we are now a loosely organized, uh, very loosely organized. If you've ever seen our board of board of bishops meeting, um, you would know how loosely organized we are. Like, Can we meet on Wednesday? I don't know. Can we meet on Thursday? I don't know. Can we meet on Friday? I don't know. Uh, uh getting us all together. Uh, we're all very busy, very loosely organized, uh, Association of several churches, and you can find us at the Association of Spiritual Churches dot org. You can find the Crystal Silence League at www dot org, and you can find all of our different churches at the name of our church. You know, for instance, I'm uh, what is the name of my church? Um, I'm Divine Harmony Spiritual Church dot org. You can find Missionary Independent Spiritual Church. Uh, dot org, I think, and um, gosh, uh, you can find our entire list of churches. We have many of them uh, at this point—five, five or six at this point. Uh, uh, Three Altars Church and uh, Carolyn Dye Memorial Shrine and uh, all sorts. We have all sorts um, and um, uh, wonderful pastors at all of them, and uh, it's it's a great thing, great thing that we have, we're a small church congregation. I have a uh, small church ministry. I have people come out and say, Oh, when, when do you meet? When do you, when do you meet? And I say, you know, my church is uh, eight feet by 10 feet. They go, yeah. I said, uh, how many people do you think you can fit under that roof? And they go, well, I, I don't know. I said two, you know, we get two or three and I tell them about the radio show. I say, this is our services on the radio show. This is where I preach and call down the spirit. I preach and call down the spirit. So that's what we do. And, uh, Uh, there is no spiritualist church in Knoxville. I think the nearest one is in Nashville. And um, I thought about buying a building and having a church, but as I pointed out before, you know, I'm 60. If I were 10 years younger, I would do it, but I can't. I just can't do it. I'm I'm, I'm too too old a dog to learn that trick. And uh, so this is it. You know, this is it. This is my, this is where I take my crystal ball and project positive affirmation and prayer to the world and i do it three times a week i was doing it every day but now i do it three times a week in uh in my chapel i blow a conch horn in the morning i blow a conch horn to clear the air and then we get my big crystal ball and uh blow it and you can see a uh, uh, an altar i have the crystal silence altar um uh, where I have uh, many of my crystal balls uh, gathered together for a a daily affirmation as well. Many of us print the prayers out. We print uh, 10 or 12 prayers out from the uh, prayer page, and we put them on our crystal altars and pray over them. It's a wonderful thing to do. It's uh, so uplifting. You may get up on the wrong side of the bed. You're achy. You're tired. um, And you do that, and you, you get filled with spirit. When you do this, we um, speaking of crystals. We have one we're going to talk about, sphalerite. How's that for a segue? Uh, sphalerite, which is a, a beautiful, glittery little crystal. It glows in it grows in clumps. You can see a picture of it on the slideshow, unless you're listening to it uh, on some device. Or well, you don't have pictures, in which case you have to visualize it in your mind. Um, it's like a clump of small crystals stuck together and it's uh, dark blue, light blue, and uh, clear clumps of crystals. Sometimes you'll find iron in it, which is brown. And it's a very interesting looking thing. Um, uh, it's like someone took a bunch of different colored gravel beads and stuck them together. Um, very pretty, not expensive and um, um, it's got a lot of very interesting properties. Uh, It can uh, help you uh, if you tend to uh, get exhausted because you fret. If you're under a lot of stress, uh, nervousness, fretting, and this wears you out, uh, you're you're in a high stress job or high stress environment, carry a chunk of this with you. It can help prevent that. there are people who go and go and go and go and go, you know, from morning, noon and night, and then they collapse, you know, the, the burnout, this can help prevent that burnout. It, it helps regulate your energy. Um, and, uh, it can help bring you down. It can help, uh, ground you. If you've been uh, flying very high, um, and, uh,
0: uh,
1: there are people who get very excited about thing, um, uh, about things. And, uh, the, um, 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 you know they get carried away you know they, they uh get a new job, a new relationship, a new hobby a new interest and they they pour themselves into it uh you know these are uh people who are slightly compulsive uh, they're you know like me, i do that i do the same thing when i 'm involved in a project and I get very focused on it uh, like my new my new temple this uh the saint germain temple I pour myself into it and then i 'll crash and burn uh, uh this uh Sailorite can help you moderate and govern your energy, so you don't do that. You instead of pouring yourself into it, you do it in bits and pieces, uh, a more sensible uh, uh, level of energy over time. And uh, this, uh, you'll have all sorts of colors in these. I've seen them in uh, rock shows. And, uh, there'll be black, brown, yellow, green, red, clear. Um, uh, so, uh, there's a type of stone, which is all black, uh, and they call they call it blackjack. And, uh, it's got a lot of oxidized iron in it. And, uh, you know, oxidized iron is, uh, very good for, uh, discharging, uh, negative energy. So it's, a a very interesting stone. It's one of those, uh, uh, you know, odd little multi-purpose jack-of-all-trade stones. Uh, I saw a display of it um, once at the Crystalline Light Expo, which is a psychic fair I do locally. And uh, there were so many different types of it. Um, I asked the vendor, I said, uh, I know what this is. Uh, this is sphalerite, but what is this? And it was uh, green and red. I said, but what is this? It looks like phalerite but it's green and red. She goes, oh, that's sphalerite, too. And I said, oh, I'll take both of them. I said, it's it's wonderful how different they both are. And, uh, they give off different heat, you know, the heat that came off of them, the energy was, uh, was different. And, um, I'll take both of them and I'll you know, have them to this day. Uh, you don't want to put them in a bag together. They'll, uh, bump against each other and, uh, knock pieces off each other. Um, uh, these pointy stones that have a lot of clusters on them. You don't want to, you want to wrap them up and, uh, keep them separately. That's a It's a wonderful stone. Wonderful stone. You can make elixirs out of it. um, It's a fairly hard stone. You know, you can make a direct, you know, rinse it off and put it in water. But I, I, as I say again and again and again, I don't like to do it directly to the water. Uh, You just don't want to drink pieces of stone, Uh, especially the stones that have copper in them. And if these stones... Have green and brown in them, uh, they probably have copper. And uh, I would do it indirectly put it in a jar, put the jar in the water, then let it suffuse. All right, sphalerite. Sve, sphalerite. Sve, S-C-S-P-H. Sve, sve, It's hard to say. The Crystal Silence League is a prayer service. We do have a gift shop. You can go buy stuff, you can buy books and crystals and things. And, uh, you know, if you spend $12 or more, I think, you get a free book. You get The Secrets of the Crystal Silence League, which is an uh, edited compilation of works by uh, Mr. Claude Conlin himself, our founder. Uh, there's a couple of books I've written. There's Crystal Magic, which is uh, divination and spell work and uh, magic with crystals. And, uh, Lithomancy, which is, uh, a book that has, uh, uh, more ways to do readings with crystals and, uh, bell worker crystals, but it's also got, um, a lot of information on doing readings with other things like, like coins, um, gosh, uh, rocks and pebbles and, uh, even Valentine candy hearts. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? And, uh, uh. A thing i called uh horcrux readings it was uh just objects doll ha- things like dollhouse props um, little miniature things and uh, i i was a person that did that a long time ago before uh, it was uh, a thing on the internet but these were like miniature books uh miniature um little statues and um uh, my my set has a little liquor bottle in it a small hand a small turtle uh, and I did it in threes you'd have like three animals three uh, things that were psychic um, uh, three sports uh, things and uh, anyway you you should look it up it's an interesting method of uh, divination and it you do a process of elimination where people divide the pile into pieces Uh, it's very interesting I call it a horcrux reading you know from Harry Potter stuff because they were magical objects. And uh, those those are two uh, very interesting books. Nothing new was written. Um, there was no new Crystal Silence League literature for, uh, let's see, 50s, 60s, 40s to the 50s, 50s, 60s. About 50 years. This was the first new literature for the Crystal Silence League for like 50 years. You know, until we dove in. they they, they gave me... Uh, you know, Catherine and Deacon Milt said, uh, why, why don't you write a new book for the Crystal Silence League? I said, you know what you're asking me to do? <laughs> no one has written anything for the Crystal Silence League. No one's expanded on Claude Conlon's work since uh, when? The 1940s or something? And uh, it was, it was uh, I said, you, do you know what you're asking me to do? And I, I had to think about it for almost a year and make notes. And it, it took took a while. It took me a while to tackle that, but uh, but I did. And those two books were the result. If you go to um, www.crystalsilenceleague.org and go to the um, prayer request page, uh, we get anywhere from 100 to 200 prayers a week posted there. And prayer is always free at the Crystal Silence League. And uh, I'm going to read some of these. Uh, we have a few people who post uh, you know, six or seven iterations of the same prayer. I'm not going to read all those. Uh I pulled up 20 prayers and it's like three people had uh pulled up uh, you know they had uh bogarted the whole prayer page. Uh, so today I've pulled up 40, but I'm not going to read them all. I'm just going to it, it took 40 of them so I could get a uh you know a representative selection of prayers. So I'm just going to go through and read a few. Prayer ID numbers, not names. So we have prayer ID number 93442 who says, Please pray for me. Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, and let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us and establish upon us the work of our hands. Yea, the work of our hands, establish thou it, which is Psalm 90. Amen. Then we have prayer ID 93441, who also gives us a psalm, Psalm 18, verses 36 through 40. Thou hast enlarged my steps under me, that my feet did not slip. I have pursued mine enemies and overtaken them. Neither did I turn again till they were consumed. I have wounded them that they were not able to rise. They are fallen under my feet. For thou hast girded me with strength into the battle. Thou hast subdued under me those that rose up against me. Thou hast also given me the necks of mine enemies, that I might destroy them that hate me. Thank you. May God be glorified. Amen. This is the Old Testament version of uh, Haters Gotta Hate. That's the Old Testament version. Prayer ID 93440 who prays, Quickly and prosperously sell my mobile home and property. Amen. I know this guy. He's a really great guy. He's a great guy. I hope he sells at home. Prayer ID 93438. My good spirits, ancestors, love and thank you. Saints Anthony, Expediti, Jude, Michael, Saints Martin, Deported, Francis of Assisi. Let all animals be blessed and protected. Amen. God love the little animals. Prayer ID 93437. Let me be blessed and protected. Oh, this is the same guy, but you know what? What the heck? He prayed for the animals. We'll give him a free one. Let me be blessed, protected by good spirits and ancestors. Love and thank you, Saints Anthony, Expedite, Jude, Michael, Saints Martin, DePores, and Francis of Assisi. Amen. Here we go. Prayer ID 93434. Anybody that prays for animals, they get a free one. Um, may my nephew... H. be returned home safe from harm. May my sister M be more proactive with whom she allows to take her kids. Oh dear. May H. be able to speak about any wrongdoings. Ashe. Oh dear. Prayer ID 93431. May my family and I be blessed with abundance, radiant health, adventure, love, wisdom, trust, and divine purpose. May we share a strong family connection and support each other in a healthy, loving way all the days of our lives. May God bless you. Thank you so much for your thoughts and prayers. Amen. In prayer ID 93430, may W navigate his mental health with success, hope, and love. May God guide him on his journey and may... W. Feel that support and blessings. May W. be free and clear of his depression now and always. May God bless you and thank you for your prayers. Amen. Well, what have we here? Prayer ID 93426. Prayer DMM will hold JMM. Believe it or not, those are not the same names. In his arms again, as soon as possible. D can't wait to hold Jay in his arms again as soon as possible. And he misses and loves her so much, just as much as he knows she misses and loves him so much as well. They both cannot wait to be back in each other's arms again as soon as possible. Amen. Well, may the fates... Reunite these two lovers. Prayer ID 93420. I receive that my job account with VIPK is reinstated immediately, allowing me to continue to work with this company. I love being a part of this company. Amen. And Prayer ID 93419. Please pray for me to lose weight. Amen. And Prayer ID 93418. I will be defending my M.A. thesis in two days, and that will be exactly, it's a prayer today, so it will be in two days. I pray to have the courage and clarity to articulate my ideas. It would be no good if this was posted like, you know, a week ago. I pray to have the courage and clarity to articulate my ideas and to address any questions regarding my work. I pray that my panel members will be kind. I pray that I'll be able to defend successfully and finally get my M.A. degree. Amen. I think we have just a couple left here. Prayer ID 93415. I need help with wisdom to discern what the next steps in my spiritual journey should be, and then finding the mental and physical energy to see them through. Amen. Prayer ID 93414. This is about dating. My friends J and T... Are dating but are already having problems in the blooming of their relationship and have only just begun. And Jay has a drinking problem that only seems to intensify unhealthy emotions and insecurities. Prayer is needed that the two of them are traveling together next week for a week or so. And on their travels, that they will have peace, safety, love, understanding, and trust for one another and become closer in love. Amen. Amen. I'm just going to keep my opinion to myself about that. Prayer ID 93409. I pray that S pursues me and gives me the attention I deserve, that she shows me that she doesn't want to lose me. Amen. Let's just do one more. Um, uh, Let's see. Prayer ID 93404. Father God, I'm coming to you asking that you work things out between me and J.H., I ask that J.H. totally forgives me. J.H., not the same name. I ask that we be blessed with a fresh start. Lord, touch his heart and let him open it to me. I thank you in advance for everything you do. Amen. Let's have a moment of silent prayer for everything and everybody that needs affirmation, help, and love. Amen. I was uh, trying to figure out what to talk about today. It's not that I can't think of anything to talk about. I just have so much to talk about. And uh, after over 200 shows, I still have a lot to talk about. The The reason is because the the subject of spirituality uh the subject of the mind it's infinite just where to begin you know where just pick pick a spot pick a spot pick a, a topic pick uh, where to be, just you know believe me if you know me i'm never at a loss for words i'm never and it's because it's so exciting it is just so exciting um when i'm on the lmc radio hour you know, Cat is always saying, Miss Cat is always saying, slow down,
0: <laughs>
1: slow down, back up a little. Uh, but let's talk about it. This is something I, I've been thinking about lately. Um, uh, your mind works like a syllogism. Do You know what a syllogism is? Um, a, a syllogism is a type of um, argument used in uh, uh, logic. um uh, it's a three-point argument. It's what you learn when you're uh, writing theses, uh, a thesis in school. A thesis, uh, for instance, um, you make a thesis like, uh, uh, you know, like, like Buddha taught. He said, all, "All conditioned things, all formed things, all created things, uh, change and pass away. All conditioned things in existence are impermanent. They change and pass away." Therefore, you can say, just pick something, your house, the pyramids of Egypt, the Eiffel Tower, the Empire State Building are formed things. They're created things. Therefore, someday the pyramids, the Eiffel Tower, the Empire State Building will pass away. Right? Cannot be denied. if your premise is true, if the first statement is true, that's your premise, that's your true statement. Then the conclusion must be true. That's what a syllogism is. You can make a uh, uh, an abstract, a philosophical statement. Every virtue is um, every virtue is commendable. Every virtue is commendable. Kindness is a virtue. Therefore, kindness is commendable. Right? Courage is a virtue. Every, every virtue is commendable. Therefore, courage is commendable. If you assume that the premise is true, then you're going to assume that the conclusion is true. That's what a syllogism is. The first statement referred to as your major premise, and much of science is based on that. Much of science is based on it. Gravity is a fundamental quality of matter, that's a major premise, right? Time moves along the arrow of entropy. Yeah, you know, that's a major premise. So the right conclusion must necessarily follow the right premise. This is how we think. But if the if the premise is wrong, then the conclusion will be wrong. And believe me, uh it's got nothing to do with intelligence. Very intelligent people can have wrong premises. Nothing do nothing to do with uh, intelligence. So, um, I've known very intelligent people uh, whose lives are totally topsy turvy because of wrong premises. Uh, I've done it. I have done it, and by many accounts, I'm an intelligent person. I've got lots of degree college degrees and lots of certifications and I've learned a lot of things and I've done a lot of things and I've read more books in the library but I've done some very dumb things based on faulty um, um, uh premises um, so we can change the way we think by changing what we accept as a major premise so you form an overall picture of how you want your life to be. The the way you want your life to be is the conclusion. And then you formulate major premises that get you in that direction. Um, So an easy way to do this is that you understand that the divine intelligence, the divine power, um, God, has infinite intelligence. And The conclusions of this divine intelligence, because this divine intelligence is omniscient, uh, must be correct. So, if we do repeat these things, that infinite intelligence guides me and leads me in all my ways, that perfect health and balance, the law of harmony operates in mind and body that beauty and love and peace and abundance are already mine. I'm just getting in the way of it. These principles of right action and divine order govern my entire life. I know my major premise is based on the eternal truths of life, and I know and I feel and I believe that my subconscious mind will respond according to the nature of what my conscious mind is trying to tell it. If you do this, you'll find that the various subcomponents of your life begin to change because the subconscious mind does not argue uh, in a controversial manner, you know, like people do on the Internet. Um, your subconscious mind is uh, pretty wise. Most psychologists, uh, starting with Freud, uh, understands that there's a subconscious and something that seems to be unconscious. Uh, it's, the unconscious doesn't, isn't considered to really exist, but there's, there's something, uh, a layer that will come out. If you, if you try to ignore, <clears throat> uh, discontinuities in your logic and in your life, uh, when you're not paying attention, your, your mind will, there's something under there that will remind you, uh, But if you assume that your subconscious knows all the answers to what's bugging you, it doesn't argue with you or talk back to you. It doesn't say, uh, you must not impress me with all this. Um, When you say I can't do this or I'm too old to do this or I can't meet this obligation, I don't have uh, the guts or the energy or the intelligence. If you say I I was born in the wrong neighborhood, I was uh, – born under a bad star I don't have the right astrological sign to be successful I don't know the right people you're um, you're impregnating your subconscious mind with these negative thoughts and it will respond accordingly you're, it's a it's a wrong premise you're actually blocking your own good thoughts and bringing lack and limitation and frustration into your life you're doing it yourself no one's doing it to you and um, and I'll tell you I've had some people really arguing about that oh no no my parents no what not your parents oh no my my teacher no what not your teachers and um, so when you set up these obstacles and impediments and delays in your conscious mind you're denying the wisdom and intelligence that's already resident in your subconscious it's already there uh, it said in Buddhism that you have the Buddha nature already in you. You have perfection, enlightenment already in you. Get out of the way. You're actually saying, in effect, that your subconscious mind cannot solve your problems. You're, you're saying your subconscious mind cannot solve your problems. And this leads to a mental and emotional congestion, which will be followed by a sickness and a neurotic uh, way of life. And to realize your desires and to overcome your frustrations, affirm with great confidence as best you can. I'm not going to say you, you're going to have superpowers uh, if you've had a lifetime of frustration. And you know, I have, I've had people just sit in front of me and go, oh, no, no, I'll, I'll never be successful. I'll never find love. I was born under an unlucky star. Everything I everything I touch just turns to crap. And I'm just, look, look at what you're doing. You know, just look at what you're doing. What you send out is going to surely come back. But affirm as boldly as you can several times a day. The infinite intelligence. If the word God sticks in your throat, you know, uh, and I I can understand why. I see it on internet every day. People are posting articles about some idiot. You know, who says God will God the blood of God will cure COVID ID uh, COVID nineteen. Don't worry about it. Uh, God wants. Uh, everybody be blonde haired, blue eyed, Aryan, God hates gays. Uh, Ignore those people. They don't need to be, first of all, they don't need to be putting it on the internet. Uh, They don't even need to be giving these people the time of day. They don't need to be giving them publicity. These these are bigots and idiots that you don't need to have these people in your life. You don't need to be reading those articles. You don't need to be saying the things you're saying about them. You know how we know they're idiots. You know, these people are calling down failure and you know they're attracting people to themselves who are afraid and who are what uh, a friend of mine used to call low people. They're low people. You don't you don't need them. You don't need them in your life. You're not going to save them. You're not going to save them. You're not going to educate them. No, you're not going to do that. But you're saying in effect when you fill your life with this kind of stuff that your subconscious can't solve your problems. So um if uh, if you keep saying the infinite intelligence, God, the divine mind, which gave me this desire to be better anyway, leads and guides and reveals to me the perfect plan for the unfolding of this desire. If the desire exists, the plan exists. If you have the desire at all to be, get better, the answer to get better, how to do it, the means, the opportunity is there. I know the deeper wisdom of my subconscious is now responding. And what I feel and claim within is being expressed in the without. Internal states manifest externally. That's the law. That is the law. There's a balance. There's an equilibrium. And this must be carried out with equanimity. You you got to have that calm, that calm and joyous expectation that this miracle is going to occur. But if you say, there's no way out. I'm lost. There's no way out of this dilemma. I'm completely stymied. I'm blocked. There's no ha- no happiness for me. You'll you'll get no answer or no response from your subconscious mind. It will believe you. And if you want the subconscious to work for you, give it the right request and attain it and attain its cooperation. Make your subconscious your partner. This is why uh, the people that are successful they they tell you uh, they say don't say you know I can't afford this. Ask yourself, how can I afford it? Activate your brain. Activate your subconscious. And don't expect an answer immediately. If you don't get an answer immediately, don't say, well, it didn't work. I don't know. Give it time. Activate it. Say, well, how can I afford this? Don't say, I can't do this. Say, what do I need to do to make this happen? And then let it wait. The answer will come to you. Let it wait. Turn a statement into a question. Turn it into a challenge. You know, don't don't say well. You know I can't do this. How do I do it? Don't turn a don't into a can. I always tell, tell people reverse the statement. You say well, I can't do this. Say I can do it. Not what do I need to do to do it? How do I get the? What do I need to do to get the resources to do this? And you'll find, oddly enough, most people will. Most people will all of a sudden become an idea factory. All of a sudden, you get these ideas. Most people will. Now there are people who are so ingrained in the habit of not doing this, they'll they'll fiddle around. I say they get their phone out and start fiddling, um, or they or they go on the internet and say, "Hey, do you, you guys have some ideas?" And that's that's not what you should do. Not uh, you're you're turning over responsibility of thinking to other people. You you, you should train your mind, you know, train your mind to do it. So when you're seeking um, answers to problems, um, your subconscious will respond, but it expects you to come to a decision (laughs) at some and to a true judgment in your conscious mind. And you must do this. You must acknowledge the answer is in your subconscious mind. You have to know it's there. You're not going to find the needle in the haystack unless you look for it. But if you say, I don't think there is any way out, I'm all mixed up. I'm all confused. Why don't I get an answer? You're neutralizing your prayer. You don't get anywhere. You're just walking in a big circle. Now, I'll tell you that um, the uh, subconscious will be your partner. It's always working for you. It's always looking for a way out. The uh, you know, Think about all the things your body does. If you cut your finger, it heals it. You don't even have to think about it. It controls your heartbeat. It controls your breathing. Even when you're asleep, the body, the whole body, your mind is working for you. Um, It's always trying to take care of you and preserve you. The mind is the same way. The mind tries to take care of you just like your body does. It's always trying to take you into a healthy and happy and productive life. It's not natural to be unhappy and unhealthy and fretful. These are things that we learn and we do it to ourselves. So if you think good and happy, good and happy will follow. If you think evil, evil will follow you. You're, you're what you. you're what you think most of the time. What you dwell on most of the time is what you become. Your subconscious mind doesn't argue with you. It accepts what your conscious mind tells you. If you say, I can't afford it, it may be true, but don't say it. Select a better thought. You know, select a, a better thought, a more... Uh, uh, proactive thought and you do have the power to choose you know you choose health and happiness you can choose to be friendly or you can choose to be unfriendly it's not out of your your control these reactions are not out of your control sometimes it takes practice you you get into a habit you get into a habit of being uh, very reactive and and it is a habit and it takes practice to get out of a habit um You can choose to be cooperative. You can choose to be joyous. You can choose to be friendly. You can choose to be lovable, and the world will respond to this. And it's the best way to develop a wonderful personality. I'll I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. And I was thinking about this because uh, I know some young people, and every time they go out and come back, they tell you they tell these stories about how they got into some confrontation with uh, somebody. Oh, the person down at this store, they were so rude to us. And then I, I said to them, well, this and this and this. And then the people behind us were like, good, you, that's good that you said that. And then, they got, you know, they'll go to a place to get a hamburger, McDonald's. Said, well, oh, the person behind the counter, they were awful. And they got the order wrong. And I had to tell them off. And I had to do the Everywhere they go, it's like this. Everywhere they go. And, you know, these two people, young people, they, they uh, talk each other up. They encourage each other to do this. Oh, I went to this place to get, a, um, to get a screwdriver, and the guy behind the counter, he was so rude to me. And that, then I told him off and told him I'd tell his manager. Everywhere they go, it's like this. Now, I think it might be part of the – a certain part of the generation who likes to get on the Internet and look for reasons to argue and uh, criticize, but that doesn't happen to me. It doesn't happen to my wife. It doesn't, we don't get into confrontations like that. Now I'll tell you that when I was younger, when I was 18, I think, Oh, I'm 18. No one's going to mess with me now. Oh no. I'm not going to take any crap from anybody. And I had a, um, um, a chip on my shoulder. Um, and, uh, I did get into some confrontations and, uh, I became a uh, like a part time performer. I was doing card tricks and bars and uh, things like that. And I got into it. people say something to me. I'd, I'd snap back at him. I thought I was very clever, very sarcastic. And then a friend of mine who was also a magician said, uh, John, you need to read this book. And he gave me a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. He said, you need to d- read this book, he said, because you're not going to get anywhere the way you are now. You're not going to. This was an older guy. Uh, He had passed away. He's passed away now, but he, he did me the greatest favor of my life. He, uh, he gave me this book and I read, I read this book and it said things like, if a policeman pulls you over, don't be confrontational. You say, thank you, officer. I was speeding. You know, thank you for giving me this ticket. You're right for pulling me over. And I can't imagine these young kids doing that. They get snippy with the cop. They get, they argue with the cop. They say, well, you don't have the right to pull me over you. And and to this day, this is what I do with policemen. And most of the time, th- th- they just let me go. You know, I say, I say, um, you know, I'll say, well, well, you know, good day, officer. You know, what was I doing? Well, you were driving with the speed limit. So oh, I'm really sorry. I, I wasn't paying attention to it, I guess. Uh, now, usually I drive right at the speed limit. I put it right at the speed limit. But I said, well, thank you. I didn't I didn't realize I was, you know, thanks. for reminding me of that. You know, I don't want to do anything dangerous and. You know, they say, well, you know, you are not. I can tell you've not been drinking or anything, you know, just go on. And most of the time they, you know, but, uh, you know, the, the point of Dale Carnegie's wonderful book, which was groundbreaking at the time, is that everybody has something going on in their life. And the other person who's yelling at you or something, you don't know what's going on in their life. You know, their wife or husband might have just died or something. You don't know anything about them, why they're uh, striking out, they may be in a great deal of pain and probably they are, you know, the guy that flips you off in traffic, he may have just got fired. You know, you don't know. That's the thing. You develop a, an empathetic reaction. And, uh, but, you know, I was reading this book and I said, how humiliating it would be. I said, how humiliating would it be to, you, you know, somebody yells at you to not yell back and flip him off and say, well, come over here. I'll kick your ass. And this sort of thing. This is, but then, I started talk, thinking about it, and I said, "Well, this guy that gave me this book was really successful. I mean, he was really successful, and I wasn't, you know." And, uh, and I said, "Well, you know, maybe he's got a point here." And I started, even though it, to me, being really cocky and uh, full of myself, which means I wasn't, right? You know, it's you know people that are like that aren't. <clears throat> I started doing it, and it was such a good feeling uh, that. You could turn someone around you know somebody uh somebody's angry at you and they say something and uh you know you just say something you know i I understand why you're mad you know if i were this is a dale carnegie thing i understand why you're mad if i were you if i were in your shoes i'd be mad too that's a dale carnegie thing right out of that book and people all of a sudden their face relaxes and you go well you know i i would just like you know, to have this uh, taken care of. I said, I'll help you. I'll help you with that. I'll help you take care of it. And they don't know what to do. You know, it's like, oh, he's not going to. Uh, and but, you know what? People don't do that now. People just don't do that now. When when I run into someone that actually does that, I'm so happy. I said, they know how to empathize with someone. And um, but, see, that's not what I'm seeing happen. You know, it's like, how dare you talk to me? You know, how dare you uh, complain to me? How dare you uh, because of this? uh, And I want to use the word entitlement. This entitlement. And when when, uh, the symptom is this, when, you know, there are people who say these uh, people with a lot of money, prosperous people, don't deserve their money. You know, we we live in a country where you can start a business and make a lot of money. And, you know, my response is, if you don't like working for someone who owns a business and makes a lot of money, you live in a country where you can start your own business and then people can work for you. And then they can hate you because you own a business and make lots of money. Then, you know, they they can hate you and get on Facebook and talk about you and how you don't deserve the money that you earn by owning your own business. So. You can get on the other side of that. And what we uh, learn as we go through life and we stop projecting our pain onto other people because our pain diminishes because we, we quit telling our subconscious what schmucks we are. The conscious mind is like the watchman at the gate. It's chief function is to protect your subconscious mind from false impressions. So if you choose to believe that something good can happen to you and that it is happening to you now, your greatest power is your capacity to choose. And that book, that one book that my friend gave me, what a wonderful gift that was, um, showed me that you can choose happiness and abundance simply by being nice to people. If you give people what they want, which is courtesy and attention, it says in the Bible, do unto others what you would have others do unto you. So the suggestions and statements of others have no power to hurt you. The only power is the movement of your own thoughts. You can choose to reject the thoughts and statements of others and just affirm the good, you can selectively let people in. you have the power to choose how you'll react, so watch what you say, be mindful. yet you have to account for every word you say, never say, "I'll fail, I'll lose my job, I can't pay the rent. Your subconscious cannot take a joke. Your subconscious has no sense of humor; it brings all these things to pass and will make them happen. So your mind is not evil, no force in nature is evil. It depends on how you use the powers in nature. So use your mind to bless, use your mind to heal, and use your mind to inspire yourself and others. And you know what, I gotta stop for station identification because we're running out of time. Gotta pay the bills. All-time specific, Add 3 Hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And we're back. Your mind is not evil. Your mind is not evil. Your mind... you, You know, I can't... You know, when say something like people go, well, "What about sociopaths? What about people who kill each, by, each body?" People like to nitpick your statements and sift it looking for exceptions. I'm not talking about Hannibal Lecter. I'm talking about you. Your mind is not evil. My mind is not evil. I've never killed anybody. You know, I'm presuming you didn't either. Yeah, we're down to five minutes. Um, use your mind to bless, heal, and inspire. Never say I can't. Overcome that fear by substituting I can do all things through the power of my own subconscious mind. And if you begin to think from the standpoint of the eternal truths and principles of life and not from the standpoint of fear, ignorance, and superstition, you'll never let others do your thinking for you. Choose your own thoughts and make your own decisions. Because, as it is said, you are the captain of your soul and you are the master of your fate. And remember, you have the capacity to choose. And you can choose life, and you can choose love, and you can choose health, and you can choose happiness. And whatever your conscious mind assumes and believes to be true, your subconscious mind will accept and bring to pass. And surely the cart follows the horse, not the other way around. If you believe in good fortune and divine guidance and right action and all the blessings of life, surely they will come to you. You'll call them to you. You'll never have to depend on anyone else to give you anything. You surely don't need the approval of anyone else except your unconscious mind. Believe in true statements, not false. Don't look to anybody else to tell you the truth either. You find it yourself. You find it yourself. Don't rely on authorities. Don't rely on the written word. Don't rely on religious figures. Don't rely on established authorities. Don't rely on tradition. Don't rely on something because it sounds good. Don't rely on something because it comforts you. Question your own beliefs. There are going to be times, as I said before, this belief is something I was taught, and but it makes me unhappy. If I let it go, it would make my parents unhappy. It would make my teachers unhappy. It might even make everyone I know unhappy, but if I let it go, I'll be happy because I just don't think it's true. And that is a great conflict within us. But, you know, to thine own self be true and tell your subconscious mind the truth and the conclusions will also be true. Because the power of your subconscious is enormous. It inspires you, it guides you, and it reveals to you names, facts, and scenes from the storehouse of your memory. It was your subconscious that started your heartbeat. It controls the circulation of your blood, regulates your digestion, and everything else, when you eat a piece of bread, your subconscious mind transmutes it into the very flesh, muscle, bone, and blood. Nobody understands how this works. Your subconscious mind controls all the vital processes and functions of your body and knows the answer to all of your problems. Trust it. Trust it. We'll talk again next time. You know we will. Reverend loves you. Bye. Please.
0: We are in a difficult position Reverend St. Germain Gave me what we need for our condition Cinnamon and clothes In a sugar box five-finger grasses I keep it by the stove For stirring coffee Thicker than molasses